with so much continual change in the healthcare industry, how do you manage change while on the go? Well, let's find out with Cindy Harrington, Vice President and Chief Nursing Officer for Indiana Health Bloomington Hospital in the South Central Region. This is Today in Nursing Leadership, a podcast from the American Organization for Nursing Leadership. I'm Bill Klaparov. Cindy, thank you so much for your time. It's great to talk with you. So first off, why is being able to navigate continual change in the healthcare space so important? In today's world of healthcare, and really it's been this way for our whole career, healthcare is just ever-changing, and it's becoming more and more complicated, dynamic, chaotic at times even. And so just that challenging environment of our profession in healthcare, to be able to deal with change and to help each team member through change on a day-by-day basis is really just a skill that we must really gain and be able to maneuver that really helps to engage, inspire others so that we can really be role models and leaders of change. Right. You mentioned dealing with change Are there steps we should take to help navigate or deal with change properly to help make change a little bit easier? Absolutely. Having a useful tool, and we have used one in our organization very widely, it's called ADCAR, which is really where you have A for awareness, D for desire, K for knowledge, A for ability, and then R, reinforcement to sustain a change, having those kind of tools or a framework that you can have, let's say, in your back pocket and you're able as you're rounding with team members and having one-on-one conversation to be able to see where they are within the change process and to best address each one of those stages for each individual need and how they're accepting change as you move along that continuum of a new process. So thinking of that ADCAR model, awareness, desire, knowledge, ability, and then reinforcement to sustain a change. By having that in the back of your mind when change does occur, by applying that model, then you're more easily able to adapt to that change then? Is that correct? Yes, because each team member will be along that change continuum or process at their own speed. And so change occurs with individuals, not really with an organization. So as you have conversations and rounding and you're connecting with team members and to start just conversing about a process change, you're going to be able to identify pretty quickly Are they on board with it? You know, do they have the desire to know more about it? Are they engaged? Do they need more knowledge to get them to the desire state? And then do they have the ability? So really walking through all of those stages is just that tool and that framework that has that individual touch to really help lead it effectively. Once you do that and you see the tool being used, it really just helps that you can see how it influences and you are influencing others in that whole change understanding. It's really pretty powerful to see that. We've used it, again, um, pretty frequently where we're building a new hospital. And with that, you can imagine having 5,000 employees, they're not all going to be at the same stage of acceptance and a process change. So it's been used widely for us with that process and it's been very effective. So an individual can use that ADCAR model, if you will. And then I imagine it also applies to nurse leaders. How do nurse leaders use the ADCAR model to lead teams, of course, with that continual change all the time happening? Right. So with that model, 
It's helpful to identify why people may be struggling with a particular change. So it really provides a common language and then helps to guide the discussion. So managers, directors, leaders, as they're guiding those discussions, it helps make those difficult conversations more outcome-oriented. And you're really focused on the interaction with an opportunity to aid others in accepting and really what changes to expect. So the transparency around that and being very timely and providing frequent communication, that's all part of the ADCAR model. Communication from managers and leaders, that's the foundation of a successful change management strategy, regardless of which one you're using. So for a nurse leader who interfaces with many different departments and people, are there essential ways to engage those different stakeholders in change? Right. So early on, engaging the stakeholders by being transparent about what's coming. Again, you always want to give a heads up and well-informed, being transparent, inviting the stakeholders into the change process. There will be questions and concerns through every stage of a change process. And perhaps the most important thing that leaders can do is to pay close attention to the team members. Having that open and frequent communication is essential, and it really should occur in a variety of forums, emails, blogs, podcasts, newsletters, town halls, rounding, I could go on and on. All of those things, because that's where you really establish that trusted relationship in advance instead of team members hearing about change in the throes of it. No one likes to be sideswiped or unexpected change. So being proactive and engaging in early communication is really the key. Yeah, that really makes a lot of sense, being proactive in that crucial time frame. So last question, Cindy, and thank you so much for your time for a nurse or nurse leader struggling with managing change while on the go, what advice could you share? I would give the advice to pause and to make sure that you listen to people, team members, and really hear what they're asking or where they're at in that change process. I guess we'll use another little ditty that we're using that's love, listen, and learn. And it really is. If you extend some grace and understanding and just listen to what people are saying, you'll learn a lot. And then you can help them along that change process, again, by using this ADCAR model or another model framework that's really just helpful in discussing. But the model just really allows leaders to pinpoint where team members are in that change process and also helps you identify yourself for yourself where you are in that change process. So you can have an awareness as a leader, but not necessarily the desire. So finding out where you are is important to then to effectively lead your teams. Yeah, really good advice. I love what you had to say there. So pause, listen to what they're saying, and then you told us that great phrase, love, listen and learn to hear what they're saying and then extend them some grace and understanding. And that alone really helps in that process too. Well, Cindy, this has really been fascinating. Thank you for giving us this overview of managing change while on the go. We really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you, Bill. That's Cindy Harrington. And for more information, please visit AONL.org. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is Today in Nursing Leadership. Thanks for listening.